Greetings, Earth people! I am from Jupiter, it's me again. I see robots, I'm not a hero. I just sacrifice to make your life a bit better each and every week. And this week, it's not only gonna get a bit better, it's gonna get a bunch better. Why? Why, you ask? Well, I'll tell you why. Because you get a lot less Toys R Us report in your life, so you don't gotta spend so much time hearing me babble. And that's a good thing, right? I mean, you're gonna get more free time, you're gonna get more time to spend with the family, more time to spend outdoors, more time to do the things that need to get doing. But the reason we're gonna do this is not a good reason. We are running short on server space this month. So one show had to get cut short and this is the one that is getting cut. So let's get going. Toys R Us report number 34, short and sweet. You are listening to the Toys R Us report. Act like you know. All right, dudes, first thing is first. I want to welcome a new member to the team. I want to welcome the newest member of the IC Robots Command crew. Her name is Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones is a small, white, poodle-like dog. I do not believe she is a poodle. I believe she is half poodle, half something else. She's very small, maybe seven or eight, maybe nine pounds at the most. She has curly hair and the cutest little face you've ever seen. She came to us in the way that, honestly, most of our pets come to us. Somebody else did not want her and abandoned her. My sister-in-law is a vet tech, and from time to time, people will come over there and drop off animals that they find animals that are, you know, wandering the neighborhood or whatever, and they don't know what to do with them, so they give them to the vet. It happens more than you think. It happens all the time, and then when it does happen, it falls upon the poor people who work there to try to find a home for this animal, because no matter what you want to say, sending an animal to the shelter is more than likely a death sentence. Even a no-kill shelter, there is nowhere for these animals to go, and eventually they get transferred to a kill shelter, and, well, they meet their, uh, their final reward. So... It's up to the vet techs to try to find a home for these animals, like a good, loving home. And I gotta say, over the years, more than one of these guys has come to live at my house. It's okay, though. I I have a big heart. I will accept an animal in. I don't want everybody's animals, and I don't... I, I would prefer never to get another one, to be honest with you. But if it does come down to it, and it's either me or the chop... They're going to live with me because I cannot live with having it be on my head that they got the chop. Even though the chop is not my fault, the chop is the fault of the person who abandoned them in the first place. And I tell myself that. Don't allow yourself to be guilted into it because you are not the one that caused the chop. Sure, you can stop it. You can stop the chop, but isn't your responsibility to do so. If you can do so, that's great. If you can't, you can't. What, what are you going to do? Anyway... We got Dr. Jones living with us, and I like her a lot. She's really nice. She is a sweetie pie. She's become super tight friends with uh, Ursa, my other dog, my famous dog, Ursa. So, it's working out pretty well so far. I just wanted to welcome Dr. Jones to the show. 
want to welcome her. She's sitting here. She's right over there on the floor. Um, I don't know if you guys can see her from where you're at, but she's sitting in the room. She's happy. She seems content to be here, and from time to time, you will probably hear me reference Dr. Jones, and I am not talking about my physician. I just wanted to let you guys know that. I am, in fact, talking about our newest dog. All right, guys. It is the time of the show where we talk about a movie that we went out and we saw. And this week, we saw the movie that everybody else in the world saw. Avengers Part 2, Age of Ultron. In a moment, at the movies, without Ebert, Siskel, or even that dude Roper. But you got Icy Robot, so that's something, right? This Friday, let's go get in the fight. Ready for the main event. I'm sorry. Avengers Age of Ultron PG-13 Friday. Avengers 2 Age of Ultron is the first Marvel movie that we did not see the week that it opened. Well, that might not be true. I don't know if we saw, like... Thor 2 opening weekend, but come on, that was Thor 2, and I don't know, Thor 2 did not seem to have the luster of a lot of the Marvel movies, but we didn't see Avengers Age of Ultron the week that it opened, and that was a little, a little strange to me, my daughter was having kind of a personal crisis, and this, this kind of led into it as well, but the, the joy wasn't there, the anticipation wasn't there like it had been, it could be that the anticipation for Avengers was so high, you know, never having had anything like that exist before, that the anticipation for this one was naturally going to be lower. But there was just something about it that seemed to have that that special something, that special something that drags me out, makes me excited, makes me run to the theater, get in line, and see it the day that it uh, gets pooped out there. And and you know what else? And this is a sidebar. We're going to drop off to the side for a second here. What else didn't have the big uh, luster for me was the fight. The fight of the century, the Pacquiao Mayweather fight. I don't know. It did not have it for me to order it. I know a lot of people did. It did gigantic pay-per-view numbers. Everybody was talking about it. But for whatever reason, I didn't want to see it. And I like boxing. I think that Floyd is an entertaining character. I have a ton of respect for Pacquiao. But I... I was interested, I found out what happened the next day, but I wasn't even following it that close, so I don't know, man, maybe it's just me, maybe I've been jaded by too many Avengers movies, too many fights of the centuries, maybe I am just too old to have the enjoyment that I used to. I don't think that's true, though. Maybe I'm just in a slump. Anyway, back to uh, Avengers 2 Age of Ultron. Okay, dudes, so I have seen the movie, and I gotta say, and I don't even want to say it because I don't like to bag on other people's work, but sadly, I must say, I was terribly disappointed. I was horribly disappointed in the movie, and that's sad because I've been waiting a long time to see it. It just... It did not live up to the expectations that I have. And I know that you shouldn't expect things because when you expect them, you know, you're often let down. You should just enjoy the product. But I had a feeling it was going to be really fun. I like Ultron. He's a cool character. I like the Avengers. I like the, I like the Marvel movies. But this movie, it really, it really did let me down. And I feel bad saying this because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I just did not enjoy the movie. It was like watching a two-hour-long game of uh, Super Smash Bros. for the Nintendo Wii. It was a lot of people jumping in the air and bumping into each other. I feel the fault with that is in the computer graphics. When you get into these computer graphics, and I've talked about this a lot, every fight is spectacular because every fight can be drawn spectacular. I prefer traditional effects. I want to see dudes punching stuff for real. I want to see dudes running around and jumping and doing all that fun stuff. 
when you just draw it, nothing seems as if it has any value. Nothing feels like it has any weight. It's just like watching a video game. And that's not, that's not exciting to me. And this is just video game fight after game fight after video game fight after Super Smash Bros. game fight. They did the near impossible. They made a movie that's nonstop action very boring to me. It's like watching one of those old Japanese or ECW hardcore matches where it's just thing happening after thing happening. After a while, the things that happen don't mean anything because you've seen a million different weird things happen already. There are so many battles in this movie, and I know it's an action movie, and I know that you're gonna go to see the battles, but gah. There's a point where... Okay, let me try to explain this. Let me try to explain it in a way that will make sense. When you're watching a professional wrestling match, an American wrestling match, like a WWF, you know it's not over until Hulk Hogan drops the leg. You're waiting for the leg drop spot. And in, the, in these kind of movies, you know it's not over until they have the final battle. So when they have so many smaller but huge battles along the way, you know it's not the end of the movie you know they don't mean anything, so what's the point in having them? Does that make sense? Why watch them? Why spend the money drawing them? Why spend the time doing them when everybody knows they aren't leading up to anything? I don't know if I am the only one who feels this way, but these battles were just long, pointless, and somewhat exhausting. I... I don't know. I don't know how you can do something that is exhausting and also boring at the same time, but... They succeeded in doing that in Avengers Age of Ultron. I also think that part of the fault lies in the fact that all these Marvel movies are underneath everything. They're comedies. Things are set up so they can get a, uh, a zinger in there, a joke. And the jokes are hardly ever funny. The Iron Man ones, the Captain America ones, the ones that are helmed by Joss Whedon, they're not very funny. The zingers aren't that cool. And they... They build up to these little bzzzt and just nothing happens because it's not funny. It's not good. It's not good comedy. And I, I, I like an action comedy. I really do. I think that, you know, action and humor go hand in hand very well. The problem with this is the humor is just not that great. I am not having any fun at all in the at the movies part of the show. I don't, I don't want to say bad things about something. I don't like to say bad things about other people's art, but I, I just didn't have fun with the movie. I'm not going to say it's a bad movie or anything. I'm just going to say I didn't have a lot of fun in watching it, and I really thought it would be super fun, so sadly... I cannot give it the ISR 10 thumbs up, but I won't give the ISR 10 thumbs down either. I'm just going to say, mm, I didn't have a great time. But unfortunately, I would imagine you've already seen this movie, so the review is pointless in that sense. Everybody saw it opening weekend, but if you if you disagree with me, you can feel free to holler at me and let me know, at Robots on Twitter. I would, I would like to know what you guys thought about the movie. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I am at my heart a movie snob, but I don't think so because I watch a lot of dumb stuff on VHS and I enjoy it. So anyway, you can go see it. You've probably already seen it. You probably should see it just, you know, to keep the whole thing going along, but it wasn't the best of all the movies. Sorry. ISR out. <laughs> made it this far it's time the final segment your weekly toy shop update the toys r us report 
doing something a little different this week. We are set up in the Toys R Us right now. We got the laptop, we got it sitting on a box of Star Wars stuff, and we're gonna look around the shop. We're gonna tell you what we see here in the actual Toys R Us store. A bit of guerrilla podcasting, if you will. There are a lot more people here today than usual. It's a busy Saturday afternoon, and I think that I'm beginning to stand out a bit. There's some people looking at me. Hey, how's it going over there? Hey. People looking at me, people seeing what I'm doing, but but I'm a journalist, an internet journalist, and I will do what it takes to get the stories out to you, even if it means sticking out like a store thumb, getting myself on some kind of weird list of people doing weird things in toy stores around kids, but I'll do whatever it takes, man. I will do whatever it takes. Okay, so we're set up here in the Toys R Us. Hold on, there are some store people coming towards us. Hold on one second. Well, my dudes, we are back with the show. We are back with the Toys R Us report, and we are back in our car on the way home. At any rate, that did not go over as well as I thought it would. I kind of saw myself as kind of, I don't know, man, sort of down with Toys R Us in a sense. Anyway, I'm not going to say I'm not down with Toys R Us and they're not down with me, but the people from the store came up, asked me what I was up to, and I told them, I said, I am I'm recording my activities. I am looking around the store and I am broadcasting to uh, the millions and millions of people out there the cool things that I see on your shelves. It is called the Toys R Us report, and they checked with the manager, the manager was nice, said, you know, politely, you can't do this here right now, just, uh, you have to check with corporate, burder, 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 and anyway, we're back in the car, we're on our way home, we will check in when we get there, we will check in from the home front, from the command center, and tell you what I saw in the few minutes I was there. Make sure to visit virtualdirtmall.com and support the show with a generous purchase of some retro or not-so-retro junk. He won't be sorry for long. Well, that didn't go well. And uh, honestly, I don't know why I thought it would. I, I guess, I don't know. Sometimes you get an idea that seems really fun and it just doesn't work out as well as you thought. At any rate, we're back here at the command center. We've landed back on Callisto. The journey doesn't really take as long as you would think. You would kind of imagine it would take months to get back here, but it does not. It only takes a few minutes for us. We got some kind of super fast, super advanced space technology type stuff. And what it looks like over at the Toys R Us and the various toy shops in my region is that Age of Ultron is in full effect. The store shelves are packed with all the coolest, all the neatest, all the newest Age of Ultron toys. Let's talk about a couple of the neat things that I saw. And I got pictures, got pictures of all the cool stuff before I I took the pictures before I even started recording. That that's some you know good thinking by me, but if you want to see these pictures, hop on over to icrobots.com. That's I S double E robots.com and you can take a look. You can follow along with everything that we're talking about. The first cool thing I saw is a new set of Hulk hands. I got the Hulk hands that are big fists. These ones are very similar but different in that the Hulk has open palms. He is in a defensive posture. So if you, this is what I would do. Get a set of the fists, get a set of the palms, give one palm, one fist to each guy, go at it boxing style. One hand punches, one hand to block. Could be fun, could be dangerous, you didn't hear it from me. The next cool Age of Ultron thing I saw over at the toy shop is a whole line of action figures. They're small, maybe three inches. They're kind of... Maybe three and a quarter inches, but they're neat. They had uh, Thor, Captain America, a couple different Iron Mans. They're pretty cool. I wish that they were a bit taller, maybe on the scale of a Joe, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain. I saw 
a whole group of them. Some of them have motorcycles, which is neat. The most fun one that I saw personally was Nick Fury. Got a picture of good old Nick. You can see that at icrobots.com. Every figure in this set comes with a, uh, a see-through plastic piece. And if you get the whole thing, you can put together some giant, monstrous, neon-colored plastic Age of Ultron toy. Not exactly my thing. I've never gone for the Build-A-Figures, to be honest with you. I've never dug that. I don't, um... I don't want to get everyone in the set. I have never actually myself succeeded in building any Build-A-Figure. I get a couple pieces here and there, leave them lying around, and lose them. I don't know. Are you guys into Build-A-Figures? Hit, uh, hit me up at ICRobots, at ICRobots on Twitter. Let me know if you're a Build-A-Figure dude. You don't have to do that. I don't even know why I said it. No point in letting me know, um... I'd probably just forget quickly anyway, but if you are into it and you want to talk about it, you, you can feel free to send me, send me a message and maybe we can chit-chat. I don't know. I don't know why you'd want to do that either. There are also new Titan series guys for the Age of Ultron. The Titan series are the bigger ones. They're about a foot. They're kind of dolls, but I think they're neat. I think that if I were a kid or if I knew a kid I had to get a present for, I might go for some of these. As a matter of fact, when we did the Toys for Tots last Christmas... We got all the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Titan series ones, and I would imagine the kids like them. They seem like something that would be cool to have if you were younger. Not so much if you're a grown-up dude, but they got to have some stuff for the youngsters out there, right? So they had, they had uh, Ultron, they have Hulk, they have Thor, they have the whole everybody. I don't know if they have Black Widow, and that's probably controversial, but I think that when, you, when it comes down to girl action figure talk, you really have to be honest that... The only people looking for the girl action figures are weird action figure collectors like me because it's just unfortunate, but I don't see a lot of girls out there wanting to play with Black Widow action figures. And it might be due to the fact that the Black Widow is kind of not the coolest character in the movie. Maybe if they had a female Captain America or Thor, they had the female Thor in the movie, maybe girls would go for that, but... At any rate, we don't need to talk about that too much, but I did not see a Black Widow Titan series figure. But that doesn't mean they didn't make one. I might not have just been uh, examining it that close. Let's see what else. Oh, not related to Age of Ultron. They also had the new Spider-Man Marvel Legends. I haven't seen these yet, but I believe they've been out for a while. They had Spider-Man, Carnage, and two different Spider-Girls. I like the Spider-Man because he had different heads. One of his heads had his mask up, and he came with a piece of pizza that he could munch on. That's pretty cool. Never mind having a piece of food as an accessory. And then after we left uh, TRU, we went over to the Target. And at the Target, they had the uh, the real Marvel Legends set. I saw Baytrock. I saw Spider-Woman. I saw uh, Hellcat. I saw the two female variants, which we know action figures dig. But I didn't get any. I don't know, man. I wasn't feeling it. Um... I don't want to pay, like, 20 bucks for some of these that, uh, that I don't really want. Even though I do like Spider-Woman, I think that, I think that I might regret not grabbing that one. She is a character I enjoy, but hey, you know, you can't get everything. It's good to have some stuff that you're looking for in the future. You don't have to get everything now. It's cool to have some stuff that you're going to be kind of keeping an eye out. I don't know. I'm just kind of babbling on. So dudes, this has been a somewhat short episode. The reason for that is we are running a short on server space. So we need your help. Hop on over to supportthereport.com to become a patron saint of the Toys R Us report by giving a weekly or not so weak donation to the program. I'll take anything. I would be happy with 25 cents per episode. That's cool, man. 
anything you can spare, go on over to supportthereport.com, become a patron saint of the Toys R Us Report. But with all that said, and with all the begging done, we're going to be heading off into the setting sun. This has been Icy Robot signing off Toys R Us Report number 34. If you don't know, well, now you know. This has been an Icy Robots Radio production.